Hi, I'm Rosie Acosta. I'm a meditation teacher, speaker, and author of You Are Radically Loved, a healing journey to self-love. Look, I grew up in East Los Angeles during the 92 LA riots, and it set me on a troubled path. I didn't grow up with mentors in my life, so I turned to reading as many books as I possibly could to learn about the purpose of life. In my journey, I found that having these conversations gave me life, and I decided I wanted to create a place where I could share these conversations with my community. So come have a sit with me as we learn about, well, everything. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Radically Loved Podcast. Today, I am joined by a very, very special guest. Zara Haydari is a therapist, life coach, and author. She is here to talk to us about her latest book, Stop the Bleeding, Your Emotional Rescue. This book offers a window into Zara's unique approach to crisis intervention, providing tools and techniques that she uses with her clients to help them stop the emotional bleeding and move on to a fulfilling life. Now, with that being said, I've known Zara for many, many years. She's worked with me personally as a therapist, and she's also worked with both Tori and I as a couples therapist, which I'm excited to also chat with her about. And I have been wanting to get her on this show for many, many years, and I'm so excited that we've finally made it happen This was such a powerful conversation, and I really hope that those of you out there who found or find great value in working with a therapist to listen to this conversation and to share it with anybody you know out there who is searching for some guidance. Here's my conversation with Sara. Do you struggle with brain fog or have difficulty focusing? Do you have trouble recalling names, dates, or where you left things? If so, I have some good news for you. Newtopia, powered by Bioptimizers, has created a brand new one-of-a-kind product called Collagenius. It combines collagen, cocoa, and cacao with four different kinds of mushrooms, lion's mane, reishi, cordyceps, and chaga. This cutting-edge blend fights brain fog, helps you repair your brain, improves your ability to focus, and boosts something called BDNF, which supports improved learning and memory power. After each serving of Collagenius, you'll feel calm, alert, and energized. Your ability to memorize and recall information will improve, and you'll get a hefty dose of antioxidants for your immunity support. Collagenius is delicious. It's sweetened with stevia and it tastes like rich chocolate elixir. Simply mix it with your water or milk and enjoy. Or for a more potent blend, you can mix it with your morning coffee to transform it into a delicious mood-boosting mocha. But whatever you do, don't miss out on the brain-boosting power of this amazing new product. For an exclusive offer for our Radically Loved listeners, go to newtopia.com forward slash Radically Loved Genius and use Radically Loved 10 during checkout to save 10% off and get free shipping. Again, that special link is newtopia.com forward slash Radically Loved Genius and use Radically Loved 10 during checkout to save 10% off and get free shipping. There's no risk to try it because you're protected by a 365-day full money-back guarantee. So head over to newtopia.com forward slash Radically Love Genius and use Radically Love 10 during checkout. You can also check the links and the promo code in the show notes. 
Hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) This is so, in a way, well, it's very exciting for me because I just love spending time with you. Obviously, it's been so many years that we've known each other and worked together individually, just me and you and also with Tori. So I am so happy that I can share you with our audience. Thank you for your time. You are so busy and you are serving the world, healing the world, sharing your light in New York, in Mexico, all over the world. And here you are taking your time to talk to me. I really, really love you. And I appreciate this. Thank you. I love you you. too. Well, tell me about your, is this your first book, Z, or did you have something? Did you have another? I feel like you had an ebook. Am I making it up? No, no, no. I have another book that I published like a few years ago and didn't really do anything about it. And that was my own personal journal writing when I was going through my own crisis, divorce and separation. And it's called The Breakthrough. That's the name of the book. But this one is something that I just started during COVID and I just want to help people. There's People are going through crisis. This is crisis mode intervention book. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about your background just to share with the audience, like what got you into the healing space? As you know, as a powerful healer, you are. Sometimes life gives us a stuff that we don't ask in the menu of life. And I think my own personal crisis started when I was 11. My dad died in a sudden car accident and being in Iran, the environment, the war and the bombing lost the cousin. So a lot of crisis happened while I was growing up. And then bigger crisis were when I moved here with my ex-husband who was 10 years older than me and physical, emotional, all that abuse started for 20 years. So I guess The reason I wrote this book to let every single human being know that they're not alone, whatever they're going through, and there is some light that is going to come into them through all these pieces that are being broken in their beautiful hearts. And we just get hit by crisis, but we need to kind of just know that something bigger is going to come somehow, somewhere. And I think my own emotional ongoing crisis lead me to the filled up therapy. I was a hairdresser, (laughs) believe it or not, for 10 years. And then I said, you know what, this is great, but I want to help people more than hair crisis. So went back to school, got all the AABA masters and did a lot of work for government, for nonprofit organization and stuff. And I realized this is my calling. I just want to help people to get up and stop their bleeding. I think that one of the reasons why I was so drawn to you was because, in my opinion, I've gone to many therapists and I've done a lot of work over the years, but I never encountered a therapist that was so kind and compassionate and was that I felt like you were definitely leading with your heart. And I I think that was very pivotal for me in my process and journey to healing. And I know that you work with a lot of people who are in crisis. And I think it's really important for people to, you know, find the right people to work with. But I think having guides like this book 
is also equally important because not everybody has access to a therapist, right? Not everybody has access to working with somebody one-on-one. Maybe they don't have the time or they don't have the money or they're not in a place where they feel like they can commit to working through certain issues. I'm curious for you, what is the main takeaway that you want people reading this book to leave with? Thank you for the compliment you gave me at the beginning. And as you said in your book, if we don't do what we're supposed to do without our hearts, it's not real. It's not organic. The universe will notice, people will notice, and our energies are so contagious. So if it's not pure, if it's not coming from heart, it's not going to work out. So I think it's very important that we go from that place. And what I want people to take away, as you know, there's like so many stories about different issues. So I want someone that is going through a breakup, going through a loss of a business, uh, health crisis, you know, everything that people are going through, realize they're not alone. Number one, normalize the pain because unfortunately pain is happening. Yeah. And number two, some very, very basic, basic coping skills as a healer you are, as an amazing meditation teacher, yoga teacher. I talk about mindfulness. I talk about breathing. I talk about journaling. So basic, basic tools that anybody could pick up and just go through it and say, I cannot see Rosie's meditation today, or I cannot go see Zara today. But you know what, let me just read a chapter about mindfulness. And what is mindfulness? What is meditation? And what are basic, basic coping skills I can do with my bleeding heart, so I could stop the generational trauma, because that's the whole purpose. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about that, because that's been something that we've worked on together. And then I want to talk about what it means to put a Band-Aid on it. So let's maybe start with, yeah, like the main tenant. How do people know that they have ancestral trauma? Do you think people know? I think we know. I think we know, but we don't want to know. Oh. Because we are used to seeing our parents and grandparents. Well, I guess, yeah, well, what's... What's the definition of it? Maybe let's start there. I think the definition is being uncomfortable, having anxiety attacks or attacking others, severe anger issues and bad insomnia, bad sleep patterns, bad eating habits, bad spending money, gambling or addictions to porn, to drugs. I mean, there are so many dysfunctional behavior we all could have that shows it's not just using your credit card when it's already maxed out, but hoping it would just go one more time for that Amazon shopping, just one more time, or just uh, stay in this abusive relationship. Like I stayed for 20 years, I was addicted to that. So because in my generation, in my cycle of beautiful woman that I grew up around, it was norm. You just say yes, you just do what you have to do. You keep your face calm and you go on an autopilot and you perform. So I think the first step is listening to your body. You talk about that in your beautiful book. Our body talks to us constantly. So those tension headaches, those stomach issues, those uncomfortable feelings when we feel around someone or around something, those are like big, loud messages coming to us that stop pause, 
process and then take some small action. Things are not okay. Stop wearing the mask and allow your beautiful heart to come out, even if it's bleeding. Let's just put that beautiful heart out there. And Band-Aid is me staying in a 20 years abusive relationship because I could fix it right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I could fix it right now. So it's like we have that mentality, the codependency, self-betrayal, low self-esteem, addiction, all that makes us a small and at the same time we fool ourselves. So we stay and stay hoping the victim mindset and then the villain mindset, blaming others and uh, putting the band-aid is like you just get used to be a victim and a villain. But you know what? We are a victor. We all could really make positive changes one minute at a time. Look at you and your yoga journey. I mean, your story is so breathtaking. So we all have our own stories. We just need to own it and accept the facts. We cannot change. We cannot change our parents. We cannot change our environment, but we could change ourselves. What do you think happens when people get to a place that they feel that they're ready for a change. They're wanting to transform their lives. They're wanting to break through that ancestral trauma and they don't have the support, meaning maybe their partner isn't on the same spiritual journey or they're very close to their parents and their parents disagree with doing anything wrong. They think that they were perfect. I'm just giving an example. (laughs) There are some people that I know that have gone through this type of process and yeah, don't have the right support. So what kind of guidance would you give the people out there that are listening to this that are not feeling supported by the people around them? Like what can they do to continue to move forward? Mm -hmm. First is acknowledgement, acknowledging these are not my people. They're not playing my music anymore. They used to, but you know what? They are still in kindergarten and I'm, you know, I'm just graduating, getting my PhD. So they're still like in their little, little, I mean, I'm just using that analogy because we are evolving. We are evolving. We are growing. And with all the resources we have online, you don't have to go see the number one guru in the world in person. You don't have to travel to wherever. You could just turn on your internet and watch, use your social media Uh, listen to something that is inspiring you and find your own people. I talk about community. It is very important to acknowledge what is not working. Like if you are dating someone that likes to drink every single day and you don't like to drink, you're like me and Rosie, you go to bed at seven (laughs) and you don't like to drink. So guess what? That person is not your person. That community is not your community. So stop, find another community and get connected to the people that are following your path in some way. Because believe me, in every corner, we could find our community. So community is very healing and it's okay to outgrow our dysfunctional family and friends. It's okay. That's called growth. 
Hey there, friends. Who's excited about holiday cooking this year? I mean, I love to cook. I love being in the kitchen. It's part of my self-care wind-down routine, if you can believe it. I know, it's kind of crazy. I love cooking so much, and I'm convinced that it's part of my love language. And that being said, I know those of you that listen to the podcast regularly know that I'm a big fan of Caraway. And right now, Caraway's holiday event has been extended so you can get non-toxic kitchen wares at the best prices. You can save up to 20% off on all Caraway products, including their internet famous non-toxic cookware set, which was what got me hooked in the first place. The first time ever you can save now on Caraway's food storage, tea kettle and mini cookware as well. And as usual, my friends, this exclusive deal won't last long. So make sure you get your favorite colors and your favorite products while supplies last. Some of my favorite features of Caraway's cookware is that it's non-toxic, they are always made without non-toxic materials and like I can't even pronounce all of the chemicals that are in everyday cookware that people use. And I'm really grateful that Caraway is not one of those. So visit carawayhome.com to take advantage of their cyber season event and score up to 20% off of your next purchase of non-toxic kitchenware. This deal won't last long, so visit carawayhome.com com to shop all their incredible products for up to 20% off of this holiday season. That's carawayhome.com. Or you can check our show notes for the link. And I think that part of what you do in the book is really give that guidance and the different stories that people can draw from these other experiences to help provide a template that may work for them. One of the things that you taught me a long time ago was the checking in, right? Just seeing where you are, how you feel today, and just taking it from that step. You know, I think a lot of us get wrapped up into the train of the mind that's going a million miles an hour. And we can create these scenarios that are non-existent and then create anxiety in our bodies. And then it affects everything else. And then we get overwhelmed and decide to do nothing. And I think that's part of the chaos cycle. So I'm curious for you too, what are some really great ways that people can go from this frenetic state and start to learn to apply more of those mindful techniques that you give so that they're not feeling completely out of control? Mm-hmm. People may say, is she saying breathing again? People are tired of us talking about breathing, but guess what? Breath work is number one coping skills for whatever you are going through. So I would say connect your breath. It doesn't matter you're in the middle of an argument or you're sitting alone in your closet crying, or you're in a freaking Thanksgiving party with 29 people and everybody's off, you're the only one that is really making sense. Go to the bathroom, do your 90 second deep breathing, come back to your breath. To me, that is a number one key. But every day, there's three things we could do. Number one, journal. When you wake up, before you check your phone, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to repeat, but it actually works. Get up, and journal your thoughts. I always tell my clients, imagine you're purging your emotions out, just purge. And for 10 minutes, five minutes, two minutes, 12 minutes, 
let go because there's some toxic thoughts and feelings that needs to get out of your beautiful heart, then you have a space to meet your future self. Who is your future self? Who is Rosie 2025, November 15? I would connect with her. I would meet her in my journals. I will welcome her and I would celebrate the success that is coming to her. So journaling, future self journaling and moving your body, moving your body, 10 minutes walk, an hour yoga, whatever you can with whatever you have. Those are very, very powerful, small daily promises that you could keep to create some kind of a stability in your nervous system. The rest is going to be easier. Yeah. I love those techniques and practices. I personally, myself, am a big fan of doing them whenever I feel overwhelmed or if I'm feeling anxious. I think especially now around the holidays, starting the new year, perhaps a lot of us have had a lot of interaction with family and are trying to figure out ways to deal with maybe people we don't get along with. I know that during the election year, it was very difficult to gather with family for me. So I think the techniques that you give are are really great for any time of year. But I'm curious, just on a practical note, what kind of advice would you give to somebody that is going into a situation where they know they're going to be around people that they love and they're triggered by them? Mm. And it's very normal because guess what? Triggers are all teachers. They're teaching us something even when we don't want to learn. We are like, a school is off. I don't want to learn. <laughs> but they're trying to teach us something. So I would say, number one, look at the source. People are going to judge us and hurt us and bother us and talk or trigger us in some ways, but look at the source. Is that someone that you respect? Is that person's opinion actually matter to you? And do you ever, like when you look at this person, you say, wow, I'm inspired by, I mean, they don't have to be number one, you know, published writer in the world. They could be the the most amazing chefs that you like their cooking skills or you like the way they are treating their guests, their hospitality, or the way they are with their dogs. They're so kind and loving, the kindness. So see if there is something that you value in them. And if you see something like that, then, you know, tell yourself, calm down. Nobody is perfect. And this person is doing this. It's not about me. It's about them. But if you don't have anything in common, they're mean to their dogs. They're really trying to say they're a good chef and they're not a good chef. Like There's nothing about them that you actually say, I like. Completely dismiss, delete, get rid of it. Don't even hold it in your heart <laughs> because the source is not reliable. It's like a spam call that, or like a false text that you just delete. You don't even read it. I mean, how many times we get calls or... Oh yeah, I get scam likely calls all day long. It's you don't so even annoying. respond. So yeah, you look at just, it like that. I just ignore it. Exactly. I ignore it and I don't let it ruin my day. No, because we, at the end of the day, the purpose of this book and my work is to let my clients know awareness, acknowledgement, and taking responsibility of our own actions and behavior is all we can do. That's it. 
I love this. I love it because these are all things that I have learned and practiced and I know that they work, but I also know how easy it is to fall back into bad patterns. And talking about bad patterns, I want to talk a little bit about the pattern of self-abuse, which you also talk about. And if you could start first by identifying what self-abuse maybe looks like for us and then what we can do to try and eradicate it. At the end of the day, we are all human and we all are capable to hurt ourselves emotionally, physically somehow. And self-abuse could be Zara knowing having coffee after 3 p.m. is going to keep her until the next day, 3 p.m., but I still do it. I'm just saying. Self-abuse could be you, I mean, actually going to a Thanksgiving party, knowing that your soul, your heart will be 100% destroyed because of people that are at the table, they're completely insane, okay? So self-abuse is knowing, witnessing, and having the awareness of the reality, but you still go ahead and do it, which we all do. So. Notice your patterns and instead of hating, shaming, blaming, guilting, love yourself through it. And that softest spot of compassion and love that is in our heart, that is unlimited, that is infinite, could honestly dissolve all this. So I would say it's okay to talk to yourself like a best friend. That is your inner child, your beautiful little child inside of you that is that maybe wanted a lot of candy and never got it as a little girl. So now when you go to this freaking candy store, you get 20 bags of candy and you eat it and you get sick because you are in freaking Italy and you just want to try all this freaking Italian candy. You know what? It's okay. So communication with our inner child is very important listening to your body and treating that desire the way you would treat a beautiful child with a kind, loving heart and a wise heart, like a parent that is a smart, but at the same time is very kind. Like Zara, you cannot have all those candies because you're going to get a stomach ache. So why don't we just take it home and try five and rest the re- back, you know, put the rest in the refrigerator or something. So Talking to yourself with a kind, loving, compassionate voice and heart and connecting to that little inner child with loving her through it all instead of shaming her. Because our culture is so used to shaming, I told you so, guilting. So dismiss all of that and replace it with love. And sometimes I tell my clients just seriously, write a letter and forgive yourself two sentences. I love you and I forgive you. I know you're going to do better now. Wow. That just in itself is so incredibly powerful to be able to just give yourself that release of forgiveness. It's so interesting how when we are navigating the mundanity of our lives, we forget to think about how we treat ourselves. And I think that that's the number one thing for me when I when I am told or I hear something like this and I have to think back, oh, right, I can, I've not given myself that tenderness or that endearment, that love and care that I give to others because 
I can see myself treating myself a certain way. I've not given myself a lunch break because I'm just trying to power through my hunger pangs and I'm drinking caffeinated tea so I could just focus and push through where if somebody told me they were doing that, I would be the first person to say, stop, take a break. It's okay. You need to eat, feed your brain, take a minute, go for a walk around the block, go play with the dogs, go throw the ball for them. Just go get a hug from your boyfriend, you know, do the things that are going to create that moment of self-care and self-love that you're saying. And and it, it really is just such a beautiful reminder and such a powerful two sentence shift that can just change the complete trajectory of your day or even your life, maybe for some people that have never done it at all. We all have a hard time doing it. So. Yeah. One of the last things that I wanted to ask you about is the importance of prayer. Now, I am a fan of praying. I love prayer. I do my prayers every morning. But for the people out there who have an aversion to it, what kind of guidance could you give them? And, I, and I'm asking because I have audience members who have, I've talked about prayer on the show before, and, and they always say, don't forget the atheists that are listening to, <laughs> to the show. And we and love for, them. We love right, them. Right. Of course. You know, my, you know, my yeah. beloved is one of them. <laughs> so yeah. no, we love it. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So what kind of um, guidance would you give on this respect? I would say, number one, no pressure, because pressure will take away the peace that we're talking about. So I would say... Do whatever makes you feel comfortable, whatever works for you. And prayer is a love language between you and how about yourself? It doesn't have to be like, I alter my prayer language with every single client because I have clients that have different religions. But to me, prayer is about your connection to a source. The source could be trees, could be nature, could be Mother Earth could be something that is just a tiny bit bigger than you. Prayer could be looking at the, your dog's eyes and see the way they look They look at you, you know, with their love in their eyes. To me, that's prayer because, wow, how blessed I am, like how blessed you are to be a mommy to those beautiful babies. To me, that's prayer. That interaction, that love interaction is prayer. So I would say no pressure, just be open. And if someone wants to pray, you don't want to pray in your family, show them who you are with love and actions. Don't push anybody. And for me, it works because I feel like I need more support. And it's like something that I lean on, but it's honestly optional and whatever you could make out of it, as long as you feel some peace and comfort and love in your deepest part of your body. That's what it yeah. is to me. Oh, I love that. I love that definition. It's probably one of my most favorite definitions to date. I And just to give everybody listening, the actual dictionary definition of prayer, it says, a solemn request to help or expression of thanks addressed to God or an object of worship. Beautiful. 
So I love that. I, I love, love that. that. I didn't know that. Thank you for sharing that. I didn't know that. You're so smart. Like, look at you. You know the dictionary and stuff. I mean, I don't know when you have time to do all that work. I'm just like speechless. No, this is what I did to prep for this interview. No, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you would. Knowing you, you would do that. Knowing Rosie, you would do that. Well, so. that being said, for the people that are listening, they've heard you talk a little bit about what you do. I urge people who gained some new knowledge or are interested in what Zara and I are talking about to pick up her book, Stop the Bleeding, Your Emotional Rescue. You can get it on where? Amazon. It's on Amazon and Kindle. They could just download it on Kindle too. Yes. So we're going to put the link to that in the show notes. And before I ask you the final question, where can people go for more information? My website and my Instagram is the best. Yeah. Okay, great. And they are what? At Zara uh, Heydari Therapist. Okay, great. So we're going to put that in the show notes. So wherever you get your podcast, wherever you're listening to this, or if you're watching on YouTube, check the description below and the links to connect with Zara will be there. So that being said, I ask all of my guests the same question. And it feels like I've not asked this question in a long time. But the whole idea behind Radically Loved is that we are radically supported by God, universe, whatever higher power of your belief that we are supported by this grand orchestra of love. How do you feel radically loved? I feel radically loved when I feel my love was trans and transformed to someone else. I love that. I have nothing else to say to that. (laughs) That was beautiful. Thank you again so much for all the work that you do in the world, for all the people that you've helped. My life has been impacted and I get to do this work to help others. And it's just a beautiful ripple effect. So I want you to know that you have just such a huge impact and I'm so grateful to know you and I love you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your time and thank you for all you do in the world. We are a blessing and what an honor to spend some time with you and your beautiful, wonderful audience. I love you so much. Thank you. I love you. you too. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Radically Loved Podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Facebook at Radically Loved Rosie, on Instagram at Rosie Acosta, and Twitter at Rosie Acosta. By the way, this is original music by DJ Taz Rashid. You can follow DJ Taz on Spotify and check out the best music for yoga and meditation. This has been a Mod Pod Studio production. Check them out at www.modpodstudio.com.